0: Hello, and welcome back to the Breezy Brides podcast. I just want to take a moment to say thank you for listening. I'm really proud of how far this podcast has come so far, and I just feel so happy to be helping couples plan their destination wedding. If you feel like it's been beneficial or helpful to you at all, please feel free to leave a review wherever you're listening, as it really does help me tremendously. Now, I want to start this episode by saying that our destination wedding was the wedding of my dreams. Me and my husband had an incredible time, and I'm truly so glad that we ended up having a destination wedding, which is where breezy brides came from, from the start. Now, that's not to say that there weren't a few things that I look back on and wish we did a little bit differently, (laughs) especially since helping so many brides in the last couple years with breezy brides. I see things in a different light and wish we would or wouldn't have done things a certain way looking back on them now. But the goal with this episode is to highlight some of those destination wedding regrets to get you thinking about the little details with your wedding and make sure that they aren't repeated. So I'm going to talk about six destination wedding regrets from my own wedding. Let's get started. Welcome to the Breezy Brides podcast, a podcast designed for brides planning their dream destination wedding. I'm your host, Deanna, and I'm here to offer you all of the resources, advice, and tips to make planning your destination wedding a breeze. Let's get started. Okay, starting with regret number one, staying with our travel agent because of a coworker. A little bit of a backstory on how we chose our travel agent. I was in a work meeting and was telling my coworkers that we were deciding to have a destination wedding. Um, A close coworker of mine at the time told me that his wife actually owned a travel agency in town. How perfect, right? As a way to help each other out, we hired one of his wife's employees to plan our destination wedding. Was she amazing? No. Did we have a few friends and family complain about her services? Unfortunately, yes. Looking back, I wish I would have done myself and my guests a favor and decided on somebody else. She did get the job done, but I now hear brides talk about how amazing, responsive, and knowledgeable their travel agent is, and I can't necessarily say the same about mine. There's plenty of travel agents that specialize in destination weddings and do a really great job of it. And I feel like our whole experience would have been even more elevated if we would have found somebody that fit the bill a little bit better. So just make sure that your travel agent does specialize in destination weddings and you truly feel like they're doing a great job and you're not just getting by with them. Regret number two was sending save the dates and invitations via mail. As I'm sure you're aware, if you've already ordered them, save the dates and invitations are not cheap. On top of that, in many cases, most of the guests you send invitations to will not be attending. So why spend all of that money? One of my destination Reading regrets that also hurt our wallet. (laughs) For me, it was pressure. My mom and my mother-in-law insisted that I follow tradition and send everyone in the extended family a save the date and the invitation through the mail It's worth noting that both my mother and my mother-in-law have 10 siblings each, not counting each of our dad's sides of the family. Thankfully, for our wallet's sake, my very good friend works in marketing and has plenty of experience with Photoshop, so she created our save the dates and invitations for us, which meant we were responsible for buying all of the paper, envelopes, stamps, supplies, and not only that, But figuring out how to print four invitations on one sheet of paper, align them perfectly, get a utility knife, cut them all up, package them up, and mail them. (laughs) It was a huge headache and ended up being pretty stressful. Of course, we could have bought them, but we both knew the majority of our guests would have said no. So we just felt like it was either a waste of time or a waste of money, and we were trying to figure out which option was better for us. Yes, we saved money and my parents got what they wanted by inviting all of the family in the traditional sense of sending them an invite in the mail. But would I do that all over again? No. Looking back, I would have sent the invitations through email. Sure, it's less traditional or formal, but it's what I really truly would have wanted and that should be all that matters when planning your wedding. It would have saved us time and money And it just would have been an entirely easy process. Now, we still could have sent paper invitations to guests that we didn't feel comfortable sending an invite to, like, say, grandparents or older members of the family or friends, but it still would have saved us a lot of money in the long run. If you need more help deciding on save the dates and invitations, be sure to check out our post. Uh, It's called The Ultimate Save the Date and Invite Guide for Your Destination Wedding. We also have a podcast episode titled all of your save the date and invitation questions answered so check that out if you do need some help navigating that we interrupt this episode to bring you to today's sponsor, Love Stream, the easiest way to live stream your wedding. LoveStream is the only full service wedding live stream company specifically built for weddings. If you're trying to find a way to include guests that won't be able to attend your destination wedding, Love Stream is the perfect way to do so. Not only do they live stream your wedding, but they can also build you a custom website, offer real human support, meet with you virtually to plan details, Test equipment during a tech rehearsal and produce your wedding remotely on your wedding day. They do it all so you don't have to. If you are interested in learning more, head to the link in our show notes to check them out. If you're interested in booking through LoveStream, make sure to use code BREEZY10 for 10% off the package you purchase. And by using my link, I will get a small kickback as well. And thank you to LoveStream for sponsoring. Regret number three having our wedding dinner on the beach. Now, when it comes to the resort, there weren't a lot of things that we wished were different. As far as our wedding day goes, we had our ceremony under a pergola with a beautiful view of the ocean, and our dinner and reception were on the beach. Looking back, I wish we would have gone with something a little bit more formal for dinner. Dancing on the beach under the stars was beautiful, beautiful, but the dinner did seem a little less fancy when walking on the sand. (laughs) On top of that, we did find out later on that some of our guests got some bug bites. I thankfully did not, and none of them were serious for anybody, but it was a little bit annoying nonetheless. It's just one of those regrets that you don't wanna have to hear about the day after your wedding. And just a small inconvenience when really looking back at the whole experience. Regret number four, not having a signature drink. So we've been to countless weddings since our destination wedding, and one thing that really has stood out to me is the couple having a signature drink. This is something I didn't even, I don't even think I knew it existed at the time, but looking back, I definitely would have added it to our wedding. Coming up with a fun drink with your fiancé to be served at your wedding is just a memorable and fun experience for everyone. It's also a great keepsake for you and your spouse for the rest of your marriage. You can make that drink on your anniversary or any time you want to celebrate something together. It kind of takes you down memory lane, thinking about all the times that you've celebrated with that drink. And it's obviously something that you think is delicious, so it's a win-win all around. Regret number five, not taking more advantage of the adult-only perks. So we didn't originally plan on paying extra for the adult-only section of our resort. But we were upgraded when we booked our wedding through them so this meant that we got exclusive access to the adult only pool an oceanfront room and access to an exclusive lobby with fresh appetizers and top shelf liquor anytime that we wanted we definitely took advantage of the appetizers and liquor (laughs) by making our own drink throughout our wedding trip but i wish we would have enjoyed the adult only pool a little bit more this was also a catch-22 for us though We had all of our closest friends and family at the resort with us for five out of the eight days that we were there, so we did want to spend as much time with them as possible, most of our guests stayed in the family friendly section of the resort, which means if we were at the adult only section, we were basically there alone. We did take full advantage of the adult only section, but it wasn't until most of our guests left, which was also nearing the end of our trip as well so my advice to you would be try to enjoy it as much as you can while also making specific time for your guests even just an hour a day for us would have been great i was dealing with some anxiety during my wedding trip because i just felt like i needed to be around our guests at all times i felt like i wasn't giving enough time to certain guests And I wish I would have just stepped back and realized it was our wedding trip and even an hour a day just with me and my husband would have been a nice way to break up the time. We still would have had plenty of time to hang out with everyone else and don't get me wrong we still took advantage after everyone was gone but it did make us realize we could have used it a little bit more throughout the trip as well. And last but not least the sixth destination wedding regret was not hiring An outside photographer now if you've listened to my previous episodes you'll know that I was fortunate enough to have two sisters with professional grade cameras that they brought to our wedding, which I did ask them to do. One of my sisters actually got our first look photos pictures of me getting ready and some shots of our reception, otherwise we wouldn't have had a single professional picture from any of those moments. We hired the resort photographer who did do a fantastic job, but with those wedding packages, the resort photographer only captures the ceremony and the group and couple shots for about an hour after the ceremony. Not only are those the only photos that they capture, but the package only includes a certain number of prints you can pick from too. So we had to go through hundreds of photos and pick only 50 or so that were included, Anything else above and beyond that we had to pay for. With an outside photographer, you'll have to pay for their services and travel if you're flying them in and staying at the resort and potentially a vendor fee through the resort to bring them in. But you get hundreds of photos from your wedding day and not just from your ceremony, but getting ready photos, first looks with your dad and or spouse and the reception as well. Some photographers even include a session on a different day of your wedding trip. So if you have a cocktail hour or a dinner or activity planned with your guests, or you just want a photo shoot of you and your spouse before your wedding day, they can do that too. Photos are so important to me personally. I think they just hold so much nostalgia and wonderful memories that paying a little bit extra for an outside photographer to get hundreds more photos would have been worth it to me had I known better. And I wish we would have just done that instead of relying on some family members to get shots of their own while they were on vacation, although they really did do a great job. So to wrap it up, I hope those six regrets get you thinking about your wedding in a little bit further detail. Thankfully, they were pretty minimal changes we would have made, and we still had an amazing wedding trip. The main purpose of this episode is to just make sure that you're really thinking of you and your spouse when planning your wedding and doing things the way that make you the most happy. And that's all I have for you for now. So I just want to close it out by saying if you aren't already, make sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest for more advice and tips for your destination wedding. And thank you again for listening.